uh, on the phone today as he joins us. And uh, it's our good friend Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer. What's going on, Ferg? How are you? I'm all right. How are you all? Uh, we're very well. Javon, how are you doing now that we've got you back connected with Ferg? It's been a little bit. has been a little bit. I know that's kind of been the running joke, it feels like, for the past six months or so, because usually <laughs> I'm on the couch and Ferg walks in and he asks me why I'm not on the show. And it's like, I don't know why I'm not on the show. And it's become this low-key beef between him and JJ at times as to there's why I'm not on the show. There's about it. I mean, <laughs> there, there's definitely been beef. Ferg did want to uh, point out last week, I didn't relay this message to you, but he was thrilled to see you sitting at a table, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's important to actually give your uh, your employees uh, uh, access <laughs> space to work and not just say, yeah, just sit on the couch, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, let's get caught up on, on kind of what's been going on in Auburn Athletics. Again, Ferg, it's, it's been a crazy week. It's a crazy time of year. Here we are on March 1st with the uh, NCAA tournament, the conference tournaments right around the corner, and Auburn is coming off a uh, tough loss on Saturday in Knoxville. You had feet on the ground at the game on Saturday, if I remember correctly. What was the atmosphere like there in the venue? Oh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, one of the best uh, venues I've been to, one of the best atmospheres I've been to for a college game. Um, you know, we can talk about how Auburn Arena and the, and the way it's set up and built uh, makes it so super loud with, with less people. The top of bowling arena is huge. It's, a, it's gigantic. Uh, but uh, the people there made it really, really loud. So, you know, you get one of the biggest venues in the country kind of cranked up uh, the whole way. Uh, it was a it was a really good atmosphere. It was a big game feel the whole way through, and um, you know they were obviously excited that Tennessee pulled out the win. But I think Auburn uh, got a taste of kind of what they're going to hit here in the in the in the tournaments coming up. Just a loud crowd. They're not all going to be against uh, Auburn, kind of like the uh, you know what you get in these true road games. Uh, but, uh, you know, getting getting used to playing in an environment like this, I think it's going to be pretty big for Auburn. Ferg, uh, just looking at the past couple of games for Auburn, it seems like the guard play has really been the, the biggest issue or the, the lack of offense that you're getting from your guards. What's going on at that position, do you think? Yeah, I think it's got a lot to do with the defense uh, that they're facing. I don't point out that Auburn's point guards did not do very well at all against, uh, against Tennessee. Um, that was a key reason why they lost that game. A few days earlier uh, against Ole Miss, uh, you know, they were, I think, Zepp Jasper and Will Green were two of the best players on the floor for the Tigers in that game. So, I mean, it's just kind of inconsistent. Um, Tennessee's an elite defensive team. They extend their, their defense really, really well. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's no secret those guys are in a slump at the point guard spot. I thought Katie Johnson played well against, uh, against Tennessee and, you know, gave Auburn a second option that could reliably score and, instead of just Jabari Smith. Um, so that was good to kind of see KD kind of keep it going. Um, they just got to get KD and Wendell clicking again at the same time because when Auburn was you know, winning 19 games in a row earlier this season, um, both of those guys were playing at the, at the top of their game. And uh, they've been able to do that against some tough teams. They've been able to do it against some tough defenses. They've been able to do it away from home. Um, but I, I think a lot of it is just the fact that, uh, you know, you got a couple guys who are in a slump. I think Wendell um, just hasn't been consistent recently, and KD hasn't either. Um, so that inconsistency match with some pretty good defenses is going to be tough. And so Auburn, they've got to get their guard play back going again. But it's not a situation of, you know, I don't think you can look at it and say, okay, well, there's no way Auburn gets good enough guard play to, to go deep in March. Um, no, we've seen Wendell Green Jr. have phenomenal games. We've seen Jasper 
look like one of the best defensive players in the league. We've seen Katie Johnson take over games at times. So, um, you know, it just needs to happen more consistently. And I think this week against State and South Carolina are two good opportunities to get that going. And Ferg, looking at the conference as a whole this year, I want to get your thoughts on how the SEC has looked and how many teams you think this conference could get come Selection Sunday. I think they'll probably end up getting seven. Um, there's a chance of eight. Yeah, they've got six firmly in right now and six really good teams that are probably all going to be top six seeds. Uh, you got Auburn and Kentucky and Arkansas, um, you know, Tennessee, Alabama, and LSU. I think they're all, all, all six of those teams are just straight up locked uh, at this point. Florida and Mississippi State are the two teams I think that are bubble teams at this point. I, I don't think South Carolina really has much of a chance. A&M, uh, Ole Miss, none, none of those other teams really have uh, much, of a, much of a prayer there, I don't think. Um, Florida's in a better spot than State is right now. Um, Florida's got that win over Auburn. They got an opportunity to get a huge win against Kentucky later this week. And, of course, State has that opportunity tomorrow night as well. So they're going to be super motivated uh, to try to get off the bubble and, and, and get a win like that. So I would be surprised if both Florida and State get in. Um, you know, I, it would be some interesting set of circumstances. I think both of them would have to have really good weeks here this week and pretty good into SEC tournaments. And, like, you know, you feel like one might cancel out the other at this point. Um, but so I think seven is probably it. They have a shot to get eight. That would be the record. That that would tie the record uh, from a few years ago when Auburn made the final four. Um, but it's been a pretty good league, obviously. Um, the top four has really uh, been elite, uh, especially at home. Um, you know, and you, you're coming down to the wire the final week of the season, and you've got four teams that still have a chance to, to at least claim a share of the SEC title. And uh, I think if you anybody who has watched Auburn and Kentucky and Tennessee and Arkansas play, uh, within the last few weeks, I think any of those teams can get hot. Uh, I think any of those teams are f- possible Final Four teams, um, you know, just because of the way they play and the and the talent and the coaching that they've got. Um, so it, it's been really fun. And then, then that second tier with Alabama and LSU, um, you know, those are dangerous teams that are fully capable of beating anybody on their day. LSU's got the awesome defense. Alabama's uh, really good on offense and, and have had some giant killings this year. And then those. Uh, those, those teams on the bubble, uh, I think especially Florida, um, have you know have have what it takes to to make it in the tournament, make some noise. So uh, SEC tournament next week is going to be a bloodbath, um, just like we thought the regular season was going to be. Um, so I think that makes it, and I wrote about it today, the Observer. I think that makes it a lot more impressive uh, when you look at um, Auburn potentially winning the SEC this year for only the fourth time ever. Um, this is a really tough league, and this is the toughest the league has been in over a decade. This is one of the only times you could say the SEC is the second-best conference in college basketball. Um, so, uh, you know, if Auburn gets one of these two wins here uh, down the stretch or if they win both of them and you get the outright title, that's a heck of an accomplishment looking at the rest of the league. All right, let's look ahead. Auburn obviously takes on Mississippi State tomorrow in Starkville. That's going to be a challenge within itself. As you said, the Bulldogs in Florida kind of fighting – they're on the bubble. Coming up on Saturday, Auburn closes out the regular season at home. Uh, a noon start for that contest. They're taking on South Carolina, a team that they already saw once this season and defeated in Columbia. Tell me about the Gamecocks. Catch us up to speed on where they've been at in the second portion of the season and, and maybe what you're feeling about that game for Auburn. Yeah, South Carolina is not necessarily a team that I think um, has gotten a lot of people kind of worried uh, just because of the way they've played recently. You look at their because they are eight and eight in the league, um, but their wins are 
Um, looking at they've beaten Vanderbilt twice. Uh, they beat Georgia twice. Uh, they beat Mississippi State. They beat Ole Miss. Um, they beat LSU, which is a good win, and they beat Texas A&M. So really, LSU of all the teams they played in the league this year, LSU really the only tournament team they've beaten uh, at this point. We'll see. We'll see what happens with State, but they've beaten up on the lower class of the conference right now, and so that's kind of separated them from um, the pack a little bit. They they're not a Missouri. They're not a um, you know they're not a Georgia. Uh, they're not an A and M at this point, but um, really good teams have been able to beat them. Um, South Carolina. Looking at it now, they did split against South Carolina. They just struggled on offense. This has not been a really good offense. We saw that against uh, when Auburn went up to Columbia and beat them. A team that turns the ball over a lot doesn't shoot particularly well, um, and that's kind of been the theme for them throughout the throughout SEC play. Um, but you know, Frank Martin def- team's always going to have really good defense. Defense travels, um, so it'll be interesting to see. I think Auburn. That first matchup against South Carolina, um, they, you know, South Carolina willed it way back, like down to four um, midway through the second half, and then Auburn kind of, kind of put the pedal to the metal and raced away from them in the, in the final, uh, you know, kind of the final quarter of the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to earn it uh, against a Frank Martin defense, um, but this South Carolina team, I just, the firepower just ain't there uh, offensively, and that's kind of been their, their part. They've been able to beat bad teams with that offense, um, but they have not been able consistently to put up good numbers against good teams, at least teams with good offenses. Um, so, you know, Auburn would love to obviously get everything sorted out and, and wrap it up tomorrow uh, against Mississippi State in a much tougher game. Uh, but this South Carolina matchup, if they have to, you know, absolutely win it to, to claim a title, it is a favorable matchup for them for sure. Which is what Auburn fans like to hear going into Saturday's game against the South Carolina Gamecocks. His name is Justin Ferguson. He is with the Auburn Observer. You can follow him on Twitter at JFergusonAU, and he's one of our favorite guests to have here in studio with us from time to time. All right, so uh, talking a little ball here, and uh, mentioned this a little bit last week with you were in studio, but let, let's kind of revisit this. I kill your now the new Auburn football wide receiver coach. Tell us a little bit about this, Ferg, and what you're expecting. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting hire for sure. Um, I thought it was a hire that a lot of people could get excited about um, at the, you know, at the uh, at that position. Auburn needs help at wide receiver in terms of development. I think they need reinforcements on the transfer portal if they can get any, and they need to recruit well at the position moving forward. So why don't you go get a guy who spent 12 years in the league as a player and 11 years as a coach? Uh, a guy who knows the SEC was an All-American in Florida during the peak, kind of fun and gun. Uh, days of Steve Spurrier um, obviously has a relationship um, I believe with with, uh, with Cadillac Williams and just has a connection that kind of gets him to uh, to Auburn and um, it's a really good hire I think Brian Harson sees the value in getting guys from the NFL and teaching them you know kind of the, the highest levels of technique what it takes to kind of separate yourself um, as a player um, they did a really good job of that with Nick Eason I thought Nick Eason uh, I look at the Nick. Uh, I look at the Ike hire a lot, like I like the Nick Eason hire. A lot of people had questions about Nick Eason's ability to recruit because he hadn't done it yet. Uh, but he came in with with experience from the league. Um, did a really good job of working with his, with his unit. Those guys took a step forward uh, and they were able to recruit well. Uh, if Ike Hilliard can kind of bring the same thing to Auburn's wide receiver room, the program's going to be a much better spot moving forward. So we'll see. Uh, you know what he uh, what he's able to do. Uh, he's got a thin group to work with and an inexperienced group to work with and uh, the recruiting situation is what it is at this point for Auburn but uh, if he's able to kind of bring that kind of Nick Eason like impact coming from the NFL 
um, I think it's one of the best tires Auburn could have made right now, which is uh, pretty good because this is a program that could use some good news and um, uh, you know pretty universally liked this hire, and, and, and Auburn really needed that right now. The Auburn Observer, $6 a month or $60 a year to be a part of an incredible community with a premium podcast that you can listen to each and every week. What's the game plan for the rest of the week over at the Observer, Ferg? Yeah, so I'm going to be in Startville tomorrow. Um, so we've got uh, observations from the game and a podcast that will go up on Thursday. Uh, we'll do mailbag on Friday like normal, and uh, we'll have coverage of the South Carolina game over the weekend uh, and uh, get you set for uh, SEC tournament actions uh, starting next week. I'm looking forward to being down in Tampa and, and uh, you know experiencing what should be a really fun event. Uh, and uh, like I said earlier, it should be, should be one of the most competitive uh, tournaments we've seen in a while, especially when you get to the Final Four, uh, you know, what what happens on Saturday uh, in the SEC. Perfect. Hey, just do me a favor. Be on your best behavior these next couple of days until I see you again on Saturday, okay? Okay, all right, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ferg. We'll talk to you soon. See y'all.